back in the motherfucking building with another podcast and this is raw dope podcast and i'm your host hand 5000 and this one of those legendary days when i introduce these young men to sitting on this uh sitting on sit, sitting out here with me you know when it when it when it comes to pioneers of hip-hop in baltimore you know we we follow different trends and for years, our city went unnoticed for some of the great things that go down. But this man put a city on the back when rapping wasn't cool. This man put the city on his back when rapping didn't matter. Facts. He had the goddamn song for the O's. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He brought Jermaine Dupree to the city. Facts. You know what I mean? And he worked his ass off continuously. He got a new project on the way, and then he got a project he just dropped uh, in the fall with D-Boy called yes, Power. I got the boy Boss Man in the motherfucking building. What up, what up? Now, when it, be here. now listen, when it comes to the urban community and it comes with seeing a, a vision out of mustard seeds, these two young men came up with something. They then took the Doritos and turned it into something. You see them around city two-stepping. You see them at the positive events. You see them at the events where everybody got designer on. You see them at the events with all the pretty chicks. You see them in the community working with Uncle T. You see them kicking it with Dennis Wise, Peanut King, Young Moose. And every time you see them, they got a positive words. I got the natural banger boys in the motherfucking building. It's a banger for real, y'all. Now listen, fellas. What I like to do for my audience is introduce them to the person before the entrepreneur, before the businessman, and before the rapper. So just starting with you, uh, uh, boss man, just introduce yourself to the audience and let let the people know who you are if they don't know. Yeah, if you don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's boss man. Had classics like Land of the O, like she said, Long Order. <clears throat> Put that out in um, 04. Signed a big deal with Jermaine Dupree, one of the biggest hip-hop deals in the DMV. Law Order was a classic. It's been grinding for my city. Like she said, when rap wasn't cool back when Swift and them, R.P. Swift, he was the first dudes to rap. We, N.E.K. had the face down ass up, walk, rapping the club music. So if you heard that produced by Blackstar, we was getting busy with that. Had a huge record off the record. Started the CD grind, selling out motor vehicles, sold over 20,000 CDs that way. You know what I'm saying? Just been grinding, putting on for the city. From Northeast Baltimore over there by Morgan State College. That's what I'm repping. So, so coffee killer. Without forever, do I need the fucking drum roll? Y'all just introduce the audience. Sure. Fucking know y'all. You feel me? It's, if you don't know these guys, then you ain't had a banger. Man, you listen, feel man, me? Listen, man. We pillars in the city. Pillars, pillars in our community. We builders, not losers. Influencers, not infiltrators. Uh-huh. You know the dream came, man. It was all about a vision. Started with sixty dollars. No hot water, no gas on. Straight out the grind. Nineteen years old. I was ready to get a half a baby. I was like, nah. <laughs> that's the Baltimore mad talenty though. Right. Yeah. My mindset was on hustle mode. How you secure your true life experience? Out the mud, straight in the trenches. So after that, I took that sixty dollars. I say, I say this all the time. Your fortune is hitting in your daily routine. Yes, your sir. Your fortune is hitting your daily routine. So I was always on Instagram. So I used that platform right there. In six months, I made the six figures. I didn't even know what six figures was. I had to Google it. <laughs> and in 2018, I made more money than the president made. You hear me? That's love. Yeah, so we we just got kept building. It's my second friend in life right here, straight out of foster care. I straight went to his home. You heard me? We grew up from there. So y'all like brothers? Brothers. And yeah, like, I, I, like hey, it I can't tell. I, I I thought y'all came out the same coochie. Hey, that's the how way I, you I, know y'all chemistry is bananas. So what 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 part of East Baltimore y'all from? Oh, we from Carolina, Preston, Eden, and Preston, right there, Dicky Line area. So just so, what made y'all make the decision to like do the the natural banger thing and do something positive instead of taking the rope that most that most young people take? I always say poor, passing over opportunities repeatedly. You know, poverty. I like to break the generational curse. You gotta break the curses of generation generational curse. shit. So um, my age has made a big big impact in the demographic, and by me growing, you know, my brother had his own platform over West Baltimore doing sauce. Hit that one time for him. Sauce. <laughs> yeah, so you know, Cuffy came. I, I started a business and all that, but you always need that fire. You always gotta have that 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 new flame to keep the keep it going. And when I started, it was it, we ain't stopped. You know, it was like the baton. I passed the baton to him. He kept it pushing, and we still creating more businesses, man. I got something. I got something. I'm explaining this podcast to get a lot of people out there. 
you know, the generational curse, you know, and really be able to take over entrepreneurship and the food industry for their family. I'm building a whole new wave with the food industry. It's serious. So I seen a flyer with like a new location you opening up. Oh yeah, Coffee Crackers. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that joint, and it's in West Baltimore or is over uh, east. Yeah. It's over east, so that's like the 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 spinoff of Natural Banger. Uh -huh. Respect and check this out, man. You know how the type of lifestyle we in. In the city, we and everybody in defense mode. So a brother of mine, say a friend of mine, I went in the hood selling nacho bangers. They're like, y'all would go get a platter. I said, from where? We close them money and all from coffee crackings. I said, it was like, what's going on with y'all? I said, that's my brother business. Like, yeah, right. yeah, nacho bangers we share, but we also got multiple other yeah, businesses. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I, I seen y'all post something about the clothes and shit. Or no, we, boutique. We, not, we not even into fashion right now. So I just actually, what I do on my platform, uh, social media, I promote other black businesses. I promote other brands as well. Oh. But they can be able to grow. Yeah, yeah, grow, I respect and grow, that. And one thing about that grow where I mean get rid of your old ways. So like how how's that affected um your family life for the six making more money than the president? And we we know what the president makes. Oh, you feel oh, me? Oh, so um with, with that right there it changed it changed my mental. It actually changed my mentality, my mental and when I say you have to work on self first, self discipline. And because that's one time you're making so much money, but it's one thing that's called money management that no one taught me, no father, right. no, mo no mother. You know, once you get a lot of money, that's what messed up our demographic because you had a lot of young ones caught lead checks and felt like they was on the same level with them people that really grind. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like, I really grind for this. So I felt like an old head because I actually grind for this money. It wasn't no check that was given to me. So by me being young and not catching no lead check, I was being young and really grinding for it. So I felt like them old heads, but I wasn't on their level because their they level was wisdom. Right. So I learned a whole nother flavor. Like, I had the respect because I grind for it. It ain't wasn't given to me. And that's why I really caught the support from my city because black support better than child support. You hear me? Right. <laughs> right. And, God uh, damn right. And, and it's I, a tough city, man. And when I see you out and about, I be so proud. And I remember when I first met you personally, we was at uh, the Muslim Brother uh, little, little, little anniversary uh celebration and we was all there and i was like man you know i, I was seeing them around and it was just a popular thing and the girl told me like you you, you ain't never had a banger so i was like shit yeah i had one that shit good as a me i'm telling her like you ain't have a banger she's like no i really want to have one yeah. so the first time i had a banger i went over to get her and i was in that motherfucker faking like i already been there trying to hurry up and look at the menu and just act like i knew what i was doing man and i said damn man so i, I thought y'all was older niggas like in y'all yeah. 30s and then i saw the age i'm like what oh, we the very fuck? young we ain't even making 25 yet you know yeah um, that's dope yeah, that's man. awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, so, so, boss man. Yes, sir. In a, in a, in a brief, it, it was like you you was on fire in a, in the early two thousands, and then we seen like that that break patch. What was that about? They was like you was out Vegas, like you had left the city for a while. I mean, it was growth, like you say. It's hard here. We can go on the list. Shout out to everybody in the city, from Tim Trees to Los to Take Cobain to Moose. Everybody's been putting on. We didn't all have situations, but if you see nobody on the hip hop level in Baltimore really go to that other level. And I think it ain't really the talent at all, it's the system and the, and the um, people that's pushing the business out here. Right. Like that's not taught, talent only can get you so far. So by me having two deals and both of them really not working out, I knew it was my demographic and stuff I was around. And I just really left and did that, just to free my mind clear. Cause like how you said, the generational curse, like we be thinking, dude pop, but your family, your surroundings and shit, got a lot to do with the type of energy you absorb. You know what I'm saying? I learned that from an early age. I hate being around a circle of people I can't really learn from. I don't never want to just be the smartest person in the room every time. Yeah, I don't think you could really boss up and learn like that. So it was just me traveling and getting to see other places, see how living experiences was other places they didn't even have to do with music. My Vegas move wasn't even really on music, like just not to stun or nothing, but that's the transfer when everything went to like IG and all that. And I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I grew up and where I was raised, my old heads, we ain't posting everything we moving anywhere we was at. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I didn't even take that as a way to hustle. I just looked at it as like, hell no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? I don't need right, nobody to know right, that right. personal me, especially coming from here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just be real. So that mentality wasn't taught. So being out there, clearing my head, and once I came back and wanted to get excited about music again, I mean, anybody know me? I'm like a lyricist, straight type of rapper. I listen to all types of music from Baby and everybody, stuff like that. But what I like to do when I'm rapping, you know what I'm saying, is straight lyric and get busy with it. And that kind of music wasn't working. That's what, like me and JD couldn't see out of eye. He was a South producer. I wanted to make music. He had me with no ID, and I wanted to make hip-hop type shit and that wasn't clashing but the internet what made me why i'm coming back once i start seeing the j coles and some other artists like you know what i'm saying is younger dudes really spitting again 
And it wasn't like sounding old because sometimes people come back and spit and it sound dated. Let's just be real. You was before your time. Yeah, yeah, like a hundred percent, and I felt that. So it was like now I feel recharged up because now I see the platform like you saying such as y'all y'all sound you win. I can see how you can use the internet and be dope. It ain't all got to be clout chasing and all that. But at first I just looked at it as so negative, but now I'm embracing it. You know what I'm saying? Respect. Making the best out of it. Yeah, and for men, for men our age, I'm 40, yeah. and I've, I've been out here, my, my nigga, since I was like 12. So. It was like, yeah, a nigga ain't never putting nothing on the internet. You never wanted your face. For me, right. I never wanted my face on because I was into everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was a young I nigga. You. I was a young boy going to Boys Village, Charles. I mean, I was going everywhere. So the internet was crazy. And it's crazy. We got Charles in here. The Charles took the internet. Being seen and being in the public eyes was just a normal thing. Yeah, so um, to speak on that, social media changed our life. Social media changed our lifestyle, you know, and, and it made us well-known and appreciated. So, and that means famous. It's well-known and appreciated. So, you know, we always went like this. I'm going to have more money than what my followers is. You feel me? <laughs> right. I got a dollar for every follower I got. You know, that's and that's like, gotcha. um, I'm ready to be at 70K followers, and I got way past that. So, I'm just saying, like, that just show people, like, man, because I read one, one joint. It was like the dude had 2 million followers, but he was still broke. How? How did you use right. the platform? How did you grow like that, you know? Yeah. How do you have 2 million followers and not using the platform of marketing, um, promotion? You can get so many streams off of social. You can get so much money, streams of income yeah. off of social media. Yeah. You got promotion. You got marketing. You got hosting. You got advertising. Like you got so much that you can make off of social media. And we just saw on Instagram. So now you got TikTok. You got different things that's growing. So now we're behind. You feel me? Now, yeah, we're that's a, that, I find There's a lot of them shits to keep up with. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I just started a TikTok page yesterday. You get what I'm saying? And TikTok <laughs> is moving. Look how the look how little baby worked the world through. Whoa, you feel yeah. me? TikTok. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Cuffy, I, 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 the dancing moves, man. <laughs> Y'all make that shit look good because I, the first person I seen really dancing like in hip hop was Bobby Smyrna. And and, and 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 when you seen them dancing, I knew when I saw them dancing, I'm like, oh, them niggas, them niggas like that. Niggas like, I don't know, them niggas wild. You know how Baltimore niggas, them niggas wild ones. I said, hell no, because a nigga that ain't afraid to be they self in public, like I ain't with none of that shit. I'm ready to have fun. Yeah. But if you step across this fun line, you're going to see what type of dude. So when I see y'all out and about, I, I see that. You feel what I'm saying? I said, man, these niggas be having fun. It kind of like, when it's just like, when I sing you, I wanted to start hitting the dance. You feel me? Because y'all give that energy off. You feel what I'm saying? Um, my main thing, you know, is how Cuffy, I can't do, my energy is like, you know, that chemistry. Like, I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a club sometimes, he not there. It's like, nigga like a sad puppy, man. It's, yeah. just, it's just like that. My energy, like, we, I won't freak no girl or nothing because it's like certain moments got to be with my guy. Yeah. So I won't be like on a dancing tip. I'm ready to take over the world with the girls and all that. I'm like certain moments supposed to be with him. So y'all don't think by y'all being brothers and coming up for so long, y'all don't think that money could eventually divide y'all when you get to the we upper millions? We just had millions? a conversation about that yesterday. Like, it's crazy oh. that you asked that. Like, we like, ain't no business, no money, no, no woman. women, nothing. And it go Family on. member could never get in between that. To the point I actually, you know, he he's that mindset. You get what I'm saying? So it's two. It's day and night. He's basically the mindset to make sure that no money get between it. Because he asks me questions. It's like, um, you know, certain questions that I have to be able to answer in a brotherhood. And he actually tell me, like, uh, bro, what make you care for me like you did? Feel right. me? And I'm like, man, tears rolled down my eyes. And I actually explained what, what, why I care for a brother like him. What made me like, come on, this is my second friend in life. This is someone that... Snuck me in his home, someone that fed me before I even knew how to cook. I was six years old, straight out the struggle, two bucks hey, out the door. Nacho bangers though. Like I really used to cook. Like noodles. I used to go steal food just to cook it for me. Yeah. From friends' house. Yeah. I like, did that. I did that before too. The struggle yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. It's like right now, right? I, I say time moving so fast. It, it, we just being careful. Like man, we've been banging since 2016. Right. And understand the word banging. Right. I had to change when I coming with nacho bangers. It changed the. The, the narrative of it. I like to bring words up to change the narrative. Look what he right do with the cracking word. Right? Ooh. Look what I'm doing with the banging word. Look what I'm doing with raw dope. Raw dope. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dope. It's you know all saying? Like, look what boss man doing. Change, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, he a boss. So it's like now you got to change the narrative of the names. Now you don't think about banger get no gun. I'm ready to get some food. Right. I'm glad you spoke on that because I know when I first came out, that was, that was the thing because like Slim Thug and like Rick Ross was coming up when we hit that. 
And when I was at Virgin, we used to talk about marketing. And they'd be like, boss, man, it was like, well, your music ain't like no mafia, like gang shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, nah, it's really just like um, being a boss of yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The way I was raised, both my parents was incarcerated. That's how I got into rap yeah. when I was 11 years old. So coming around the way, hanging with older niggas, I would, you know what I'm saying, jug when I had to and do little shit. But I always knew, I was like, I don't want to be that. I can hang with niggas all day and go in the house. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't scared to be like, I ain't fucking with that or I am fucking with something. Because if I don't believe in it, I ain't rocking with it. No matter who you is. I think that's what's happening to a lot of these kids, especially with social media or anything. It's just following. Like a lot of these, I mean, if you built from that lifestyle and that's about that, you got to respect it because there's certain rules of that. That's why you got so many snitches and everybody doing it because a lot of motherfuckers just doing it to be cool. And when shit really hit the fan, they ain't really about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's like definitely changing the narrative of shit. Banging ain't got to mean that. And if you say on gang, on rat, don't mean you blood and a cripping. You know what I'm saying? That mean that shit click. We got we to gotta definitely show these kids certain shit like that. I definitely respect that. So how do y'all yeah. feel about the state of our city with everything that's going on, especially y'all guys being under 30, and then oh, y'all in the heart of East Baltimore? And that's one thing I commend y'all to where y'all put the first store at, just in the heart of the ghetto, oh. and y'all was not out of reach for the kids to see. Um. So what that is, poverty, bro. That poverty. And now it's like, bro, like we the coaches, bro. We going against the whole football team. Sometimes they on offense mode, and the majority of the time they on defense. So it's like, what can you really? You gotta, you can't call the police, right? Because we 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 in the same narrative as y'all. So now you'll be called a snitch, right? Right. Film, but whole time we really a businessman. So it, it, it really messed you up. Like, damn, I got real drug dealers outside. Not drug, but you get I mean, what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. You in the field? I got real trappers right here. Cause drug dealers, that's real money. They not even gonna be outside. You get what I'm saying? So I got the real <laughs> trappers that's right here. Trapping it out, surviving, um, trying to get out of poverty. You know, trap, I always say, take a risk and prosper. Mm -hmm. So they trapping it out, and it's like, damn, yo, get out my hallway. See, right. me, I had to really, I had to move, I had to get myself out of the store. Cuffy really pushed me to get away. Cause it was like my attitude, my energy, and the way I was looking at things, he like, yo, you going too hard. You gotta be able to talk to them a certain way. Right. And by me growing, I'm not even understanding how I'm talking to them. So I'm telling them, like, Yo, y'all got to watch out. Y'all got to move to the side. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yo, don't talk to them like that. You talk to them like this. So he had to build a relationship with them. I got guys him. taking the trash out for me, cleaning up, helping me clean So you up. see, he took the neighborhood. Shit. See, me, I took, like, the neighborhood and, you know, do the block parties. I did the, the give backs. He more did, like, the build up. The communication so, part. This what this yeah. would always mess us up, though, right? And this is what we all city do now. We give back so much, we don't build. Look right. at how many people gave turkeys away. So the, and certain people, don't, you ain't got the homeless people, they don't even know where to cook it at or how to clean a turkey. But we give right. back so much, so look how much money we waste. Right. You feel me? We could have cooked them turkeys, cooked that food, and fed the whole community. Right. But we made a give back and wasted so much money. So that's why I felt showed up like, damn, giving back so much. But my brother is really building back. So he showed me the narrator, like, this is how you build. Get that person to take the trash out, take that couple dollars, do that. Now you're investing back and get to community. Instead of giving back, like, bro, honey, here goes some food. He go this, he go that. You giving back, that make you more generous that they're able to like, all right, he taking care of his butt, so that don't mean nothing. I still need money. Right. Facts. So by him changing the narrator of them, it woke the like, damn, we got to protect this store now. You get it? Yeah. So it's like it's like free security. Free yeah. security. You know what I mean? And I learned that, and that's what, you know, the throne has been in our community so much that I feel like the kids grew up to cussing mom out. So then when they get in the establishment, they might think this that type of party. But sometimes when you step out and you just be like, come on, yo, this is the way I feed my family. Yo, you, you want a job or something? But they actually can call the police and tell people to move. You get it? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And it's cool for them. It's cool for them. Yeah, that's why 100%. Mom, that's, that's why the mom and pop store is still there. That's why the, the Arabian is still there. Because they can make one phone call. That shit make me feel <laughs> bad. That make yeah. us feel bad. Like... Yo, I can't call the police. These are niggas I grew up with. How the yeah. fuck can I call the police? Right, what right. I look like? What I look yeah, like? One of them might get put in a situation that the Arabic's not thinking about or the Koreans don't give a fuck, but you yeah. as a, as somebody of the culture and being from the neighborhood, you can actually call the police and put a nigga in a fucked up predicament. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, I like that. So, boss, like, what, what what do you think, like, from when you, you was doing the music, in the transition of the music to where's though Baltimore is a you can't go in a barbershop without a Baltimore artist being mentioned and by you being a pioneer of this shit. How you feel about that? 
Cause you got some old niggas just hating on the new movie. Oh no, I never hated on it. You know what I'm saying? It was it was funny because when we came out, it was only a handful of us. And I used to see people like rapping a couple times, like once I got my buzz, a dude would try to uh sell me a CD. He might not really know who I am, so I tell him, but I'd be like, yo, who are you? And I was like, why should I buy this? I can't, cause I always had this rule. I was like, yo, I ain't liking no music. I'm a fan of music first. I'm not right. gonna hate on nobody, but I ain't rocking nobody shit or buying it. Just just because they from the city. Because I think that hurts the culture. You know what I'm saying? We putting out trash-ass music. It shouldn't be supported. That's just being real. It's the same way if y'all had a food spot. I can come once. If that shit ain't good, if it ain't a banker, right. what am I supposed to do? Yeah, like, it's like, yo, you yeah. telling me you serving this shit. What am I supposed to do? Right. So I think over time, we got doper. Definitely. Like, it's, it's a dot of dope artists. And I think that thing just local. It can surpass it. The independence level is dope. You know what I'm saying? They getting busy with their merch. Selling it, I think it still was missing. I wanna, I wanna run back what you were saying about, um, like that's that's important that, right? That's where I was stuck at at one point in time because you had different people coming with food. I'm like, man, this shit might get me food poison. Right. right. I'm really in the field. I'm really had to learn how to safe serve and do this. I can't just take your food because you just start making cupcakes. Right. Oh, I'm yeah, my mother on. used to sell dinners and shit around the way. Bang <laughs> like this shit. So I'm about- I can't do platters. Like, come on, baby. Like, let us come taste it first. Don't. Put, it's a banger, nah. And see, and see, that's what we did. Like we gave out mixtapes first through our own high school tours. Gave them out for free first. We spent a lot of money, invested ourselves right. from the NEK Bobby. thing. Then the boss man spent off two years later. That's what a lot of people don't know. The work was put in from there in the high schools. We paid for that tour. Wow. They had one hundred five point seven doing it. Like that's real shit. I mean, at that time I wasn't I was too young to invest in myself, but we had people. You know what I'm saying the management the team was doing it. Yeah, it was getting busy. So I always learned that business style of how that works. So what I see now, the only thing I think is missing is the um, they taking advantage of social media, getting their brand and the music, but the structure again. Like, I don't feel records are being all the way produced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can get so hot now on SoundCloud or a stream just off of other people's beats. But how long that's going to last? Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't get your name out there. So that's take who really did that. That's take 50 Cent. You see what happened, though. 50 could have, he was hot as shit doing all that. But then when he got with Dre in production, them songs came up. And what I see, I don't think it's the talent. It's like some people go in the studio you just freestyle, you got your little juice up, and you, and you don't even know the structure of the record that you just made. It's a formula. Like, when you see people with hit records, it's a formula. Jay-Z know who to go to to give him this shit. Know what type of songs he's supposed to make and stay in that box. And I don't <coughs> think there's nobody here teaching them artists that. And then some of them, just because we starting from homes, you know what I'm saying, this new generation don't want to listen to OGs. Like you said, the same way it's hate. Some of the OGs probably run the young niggas the wrong way, and I think vice versa, too. You know, we here, you know what I'm saying, we from there, fuck them old niggas, even if it ain't rap. Niggas right. just be like that. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? My main thing. And, and I never grew up like that. I was like, a, now fuck any nigga that's just telling you some bullshit or hating. But right. if I want to hear, yeah. what y'all got to say? Even if a nigga ain't make it, but had it, I, I'm going to pick his brain and see what he didn't make it so I know what the fuck not to do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's what I always right. tell him. You can learn a lot from right. a dummy, like they say. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? And I, I would just want to see more of that. And that ain't necessarily speaking up for me. It got to be me. It's just anyway. Of us learning the process when people try and talk, y'all to been there and get that get that structure. You know what I'm saying together because it's an industry now that they step in game and after them strings and shit load up, you're going to be able to transfer that talent to I got the a music question business. For you though, boss man, what made you wear that crown? Because it's, it's something. Yeah, about he got you. the crown like Magic <laughs> Molly on it. Check he got Magic Molly crown. Every on. time I see you, boss man, there's something going. It's your hair. <laughs> it's something that you going. You, you got to look well, at. Well, you. today I was feeling very MLK-ish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Martin Luther King. Birthday, wow. yeah, yeah, you legend. know what I'm saying? And rocking. You know what I'm saying? For the legend. You know what I'm saying? And I still feel I'm charmed to this king. But it was more for that MLK day, though. Respect. Rocking it. You know what I'm saying? Black kings, true kings, no matter what color you is. We kings out here. And then, and then another thing about my Nacho Banger brothers. Uh, Killer is Muslim brother. And, and y'all niggas be flies and motherfucker. And see, I'm, I'm a big guy. So, you know, I got a special store I go to. Okay. D, D, uh, D, uh, D, D, DXL, you feel me? They got the they got the big nigga swagger. But some of that shit y'all be putting on, I be mad as a motherfucker. I be in the store. Man, can you cut these pants? Like my man right there, he wears a lot of pants. It show his tennis. So I'm like, when I get it, my thing, because I, I, I wear a 48. I got to get the, 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 the hey, boot cut. I'm still in the boot right. cut. You <laughs> feel me? I'm rocking the boot cut. Look, that's why you got to support black brands, black business, because they got our sizes. They do know no, that. No, no, no. I got to order. I, <laughs> Dovell, my man. Check my man. And I think why I might be working on three X's. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? Because I holler these guys personally. Hey, boy, when you going to get the big fella so they like, ham? we don't be ordering them sizes. But listen, I'll order your size for you. So I just said, man, I got to get the working out. 
and just do something. But man, y'all be though. killing it. I gotta get a style to my brother, man. He like a slick old head. I you see him. Know? Look at him. <laughs> and he always laid back. Hey, listen, I got something to do. I seen you uh, when we launched this podcast out uh, in 2018. I started this in 2018. And um, in my first three artists, uh, my first artist was an artist by the name of Sparky Hot. My second artist was Seezy Baby and Lil Chris. You feel me? She fought, and I feel in my heart like she she was just coming up, and she gave us that opportunity. She came in for the interview, and she actually is alumni of Raw Do Podcast. But then I'm, you know, I'm on the gram and I'm searching, and I see my man Cuffy. Putting the juice crew in the mix. You feel what I'm saying? That's that, I mean, that's sauce. Sauce. <laughs> so I say, damn, man, that's yeah. a good thing. So yeah, I'm like, that, like, 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 what made you like get involved with somebody just like in, in, into the business? Because like both of y'all like public figures in Baltimore, you know what I'm saying? That could be difficult, a couple in the media. So how, how you wrestle that? And, like, uh, basically, we just got to know each other. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, we got to know each other more. Um, once you really sit down and you know get the saying, you really get to know somebody, you really get to fail them out. It's like it ain't really, it's real. Right. You know so it's like she was my friend before anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we got a chemistry, we got a bond. She's smart, I'm smart, and we both the same time. So right. We understand each other like a motherfucker. So it's like she just got it going on. That's, and that's a good strong sister. And she fire you on the fucking mic. Yeah, she fire you on the mic. She um she just dropped a song in DC. Yeah, I seen her doing something in Philly. Oh, that was DC. Yeah, no, she went to Philly too. She went to DC. Well, Every month we gonna try. Yeah, she been working, man, and, and we've been supporting her hundred percent, man. And yeah. she support yeah, us. That's dope. And I and, and I just love it. And what I like to tell everybody when they come on is how we came up with the concept raw dope. Now, me personally, man, I grew up. Uh, you know, my mother and my father, aunts and uncles, all of them messing with smack. Mm -hmm. So I was I was in prison in 2016, and, and the Muslim brother, Muslim brothers in the cell with me. He was like he had 50 years. His he, we got the same attribute. His name is Hamza, too. So he asked me one night, say Hamza, what you gonna do when you get home? Like yo, I'm too old to rap. I said, man, I, I want to do a talk show. And then I, I came, my sister would always tell me about podcasts, and I ain't, I ain't know what it was. So when I did the research, to make a long story short, my podcast was supposed to be called Everything No Hot. But then I was like, man, that shit cool, but that shit too average. I said, I'm from, I'm from, I'm from Baltimore, I'm going to call my shit Raw Dope, meaning that I'm doing the rawest, dopest interviews on the planet. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Nope. So when you think of the word raw, you think of something that is purest form. You think of something just authentic. It's, it, this is raw. Like if you see chicken before you cook up your beef, it's raw. You know what I'm saying? You cook it and then you turn it into something. And dope was raw a word dope. that dope was a word that was used frequently in the 70s and most noted by Kid Dodamite mm -hmm. and Pimps and Max. Man, that's a super dope car. That's a super dope. This it was cool. Then we just call weed dope. So when you think yep. about dope, you think of something laid back and cool. You look at crackheads and you look at dope things. Crackheads are pumped up and they do the most dope things once they get it. They real chill niggas, especially when you like me. You spoke about this in, in, in your uh, first album, growing up in the shooting gallery. Yeah. I grew up the way as dope nigga before I could before I could spell. I knew how to shoot dope. Right. You understand? Know I never did it, but my uncles and them did it yeah, so much. Facts. I watched them. I knew how to work the needle. I, me and my cousin used to play a game in the house where it's though I go to the top of the step. I watch my uncle. He get right. He ready put it in him. Then I, then my cousin would push me down the step. It'd make a miss. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I was just so deep in that. So when I came up with this shit, I said, "Man, I'ma call my shit raw dope podcast." And when and I, and, and I'm ready for them people to come and throw me fireballs. That's raw dope. That's negative. Nah, G-Star got a shirt with raw on it. Y'all right. ain't saying that's no problem. <laughs> it was shirts around with dope on it. Yeah. So I took for it, years. compound the word, and made it something. And I put the raisin meaning that we cutting through the berries. So that's what I came up with the concept. Yeah, so like that, like that. that's love. So that that's 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 that that's what it's about. And, and my whole vision was Baltimore is a big city, man. We got talented people out here, man. Uncle T, the Nacho Bangers guys, man, Dennis Wise, these people making moves and no media is running to them and saying, yo, come tell your story on the front line. No, 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 I can't say that. You know, we gonna, I can't say that, man. I've been on some top podcasts. Man. I've been on uh, one of them. I just got my last podcast before this was called Earn Your Legions. Earn Your Out Legions. of Baltimore? No, not out of Baltimore. Earn Your Legions in New York. There's a, um, is a, is a podcast that teach about the entrepreneurship. You know, lifestyle. I like, say you did a clipping on it. Yeah, yeah. So Israel dropped real soon. They real serious. They teach about like the, the generational wealth, the generational wealth thing. They got some of the biggest 
multi-billionaires, millionaires that come on there and teach real estate, teach uh, financial literacy. It's a financial literacy podcast, and it's real serious. And in due time, you're going to be on a podcast, because I'm going to introduce you. Yeah, but what I, what I mean is, when you said that, I'm talking about Baltimore podcast city, in the city. Um, we, sometimes we really cancel a lot, bro. <coughs> yeah. You feel me? Some, a, lot, a lot of that, a lot of it be BS. Feel me? With you, I already built a relationship with your energy. That's why I had to make it here. Yeah, you got that right, because I ain't giving up, nigga. Yeah, I'm, I'm going that. for that crown. Yeah, yeah, that million see. dollars worth of game. Shout out to Wild on Gilly. Shout out to Drink Champ. And another thing, when I first started this, I look up the Drink Champ, DJ EFN. So uh, this is what I tell my man. I said, bro, when you want to do something, bro, you got to play the internet. That's just a new way thing. So I noticed the EFN had 25,000 uh, uh, subscribers or followers. So I knew if I send him, if I say something to him, I'm going to see it. He ain't in the hundreds of thousands, so man, uh, 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 Allah knows best, man. I reached out to him. I seen the scene sign. So when I said scene, I started writing, man, I'm, I'm from Baltimore. I'm, I'm up and coming to journalism. Woo, 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 man, I'm trying to do an intern. He writes me back, we don't do interns, but this is what I will do. I, I bring you out to D.C. and you can interview me. So, you know, this nigga, he got it going on. So I'm saying, me and my crew, we pack up, go out to D.C. We, 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 we get in the line. There's a whole bunch of shit. So then I told the lady, I'm supposed to be on Drink Champs guest list. She said, what's your name? I told her my name. I was on the fucking guest list with 10 of my friends. Man, they gave me some access. You know this because you've been signed before. Hmm. They gave me access, my nigga, all backstage access. I'm so green. I didn't know what was going on. Realizing, yo, all the A-list celebrities that was there, I can go backstage. But I'm so hood. I'm just with the crew. Like, man, I got the wristband on. I don't know what it is. And that man walked in there, man, and came to me, man, and did the interview. So in my, That's like, right. first 20 interviews, man, I interviewed DJ EFN. That's when I, like, I know it's real. And the interview did, like, 80 views. People just I, catching I mean, on to it now. With you, right? Let me say something with you. Yeah. You got to take some of that milestone and, and refresh it. You got to put it back relevant because there's certain milestones I got with Under Armour things. I'm ready to chop all that back <laughs> up and yeah. put it back into the world right. because you have to refresh the memory we right. have to refresh the mind. Definitely real. And and coming that we ain't had these platforms. And I mean, let's be honest, Baltimore, uh, but behind city, me education wise, the brain only can be smart as it's seen or around. You know what I'm saying? So for you to even, that's what a lot of shit failed with us. That's why I was like that business having my homeboy management. We getting these deals. We not wanting to do certain shit that JD might want to say. Oh, this person just thinking Baltimore. Right. No, I'm gonna just do it. And I was like, yo, we never sitting back and realized that I was that I was like, yo, once you sign to a nigga, you work for him. Yeah. Any other place yeah. in life, once you sign up for something, you're going to get the contract yeah. you work for. You got to follow by these rules. But we did independent, not listening. We want these songs. And it was just like, I got mad at my circle, like, looking at it. I was like, yo, how the fuck? I was like, it was good and genuine how we built all that shit together. But we were so ignorant, like, the real world coming, yeah. coming into the shit that it fucked up. Shit, it ain't had nothing to do with talent. And these people that got them checks, if your shit ain't together, they just going to look at you and be like, well, you ain't got together. Figure it out. They ain't going to teach you. I, <laughs> like I, 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 and that's what I be wanting to tell the young I, niggas. It was like, yo, that shit. Once you cross over to the other side, shit changed a little I bit. I think it was 2006, if I'm not mistaken, when you around the time you signed with JD and you brought him out club, mate. Yeah, I'm gonna take you back. I was in the cell. Oh, I was shit. locked up. You feel me? On my way to getting 14 years, cause that's what I caught. 25 mm -hmm. years old, I caught 14 years. And I remember listening to the Walkman in Towson Detention Center, and he was like. Boss man, da, 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 da. Jermaine Dupree, club mate. It was yeah. a big thing. Get him a, a tip. Yeah, that you was a me? classic I, night. Said, yeah, and I was like, damn, the nigga from the city got with my man that. JD who did jump, jump. Hell yeah. You feel me? So you know, It was crazy about that, not to cut you off. That was like the first shit I did at a talent show if, if uh, fifth grade, jump, jump. And then I used to write the whole crisscross album going to visit my mother on the trips to Jessup and shit. So it was crazy shit for me to sign with y'all. That was like some weird shit. So your mother shit. and father caught life, right? Nah, um, nobody caught life. My father caught 25 years, which he ended up doing 14 and a half. My mother got um, pardoned by the government. It was the same charge, but she ain't had no type of record. So they gave her five years. But then um, at the evidence, my grandmother fought Hella K, spent like 50 bands, got her pardoned by the government, got her took off her record. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, so she was straight after that, and she did um, 18 months. It was a lady, I don't know yeah. if y'all, her name's Cynthia, I can't get the name. You you make it great out of a computer. She was uh, from Tennessee. And a guy raped her or whatever, oh, yeah, and then that. she whacked him, you Cynthia, feel me? Cynthia Brown. And yeah, Cynthia Brown, and then and they, they, they got out. And that story was deep to me. I posted on my page, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm like, because you, you, you if motherfuckers be in situations and you never understand. Uh, if your mother, this is what I tell dudes, true story. If your mother and father never got high, we can't relate, my nigga. Right. I'm right. saying, I'm not trying yeah, to be, be funny different. or slick. But yo, yeah. we can't, we really can't, you can't understand what I go through and, and then me, just let me, let me pause you on that, right? Crazy part. That's how I do with some of my relationships that I live through now. It's like mm -hmm. if you ain't I ain't grew up off of love. I grew up off of struggle. Yeah. So it was different for me right. to comprehend certain things. That shit real. We we, we go, I go through that in my household now. I always talking about like something you just don't understand. And it's true that you just don't understand. You just don't understand. That's what people communication is key. It's like I really might not understand what you're talking about. Right. No, because we ain't grow up the same way. And I grew up um the crazy part, like that's I lost my child my, I lost my children, mother like that because she grew up off of love. I grew up off of struggle, so it was yeah. different conversations. Like we, uh, we wasn't on the same beat on certain things. And they don't right. understand that it's a different story. It's the it's, it's, it's I'm putting together a book now called the stories of the ghetto, not ghetto stories, but the stories of the ghetto. And they just all short stories, just saying some shit that you can't understand. Like I, I me personally, I accelerated good in school, but I didn't understand why I was bad as shit. Then I understand why people's always putting handcuffs on me. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. I got marched out of school at 11 years old. With handcuffs and then like I said I get off parole it bring tears in my eyes I get off parole man a uh, 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 March the 20th 2020 man I've been caught up in the system man from custody battles false home situations ever since I was 12 my nigga and I heard Meek Mills talk about prison reform but I'll be like bro I'm on a case I'm on a drug case show I gave them people 17 years off a distribution charge that I caught in 2003 and I didn't even serve an undercover but by me being uneducated, not knowing my rights and not knowing the court system, I copped out. I copped out. I got yeah. charged with the shit, copped out, violated probation, and then got a consecutive sentence. So I was young, going up the road, man, during that time and shit. And then I, 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 I struggled with something that a lot of kids struggle with was if you want to be somebody important, be yourself. You feel me? I could yes, throw my hands sir. a little bit. I had a little bit of balls, but I always cared about what the homies thought. You feel right. me? Like, I could get in an incident with you and nobody around. But in my mind is, I'm ready to tee off on you because if the word get back, or up, up, up the way, I'm going to be a bitch. And then I, and I met thousands of niggas that live by that mentality and they got 10 years all yep. the way to life in prison and tell me, and then finally after 10 years, you don't give a fuck about what nobody say. So by y'all two being young, how do you face that not giving a fuck about what nobody I, say? Me personally, I've been like that since I was a child. Always been the class clown, always been the hype one, always been laid back chills. I ain't never really cared what nobody thought because shit, ain't nobody was doing anything for me. I was doing my Damn. own thing for real. So I was uh. like, even till this day, should we go to the clubs? I just was in the club recently dancing with like so many people just having fun. You know what I mean? Woman. So my brother <laughs> recording, and you can see in the video, let's just say I'm right here in the middle. And all the men over there, all the men just looking at me, looking crazy, stiff like that. <laughs> just looking like that. And the whole time I know, like, they're like, damn, I really want to do that. Shorty right. just came in here and grabbed every female. Yeah, came, and ain't no female pushing them off. Came in the middle right. of the party. That's came in the middle of the party, the and party. I just turned it up. I'm just having fun. Like, it wasn't no whispering Energy. to nobody here. I just Energy. having fun. I ain't trying to get nobody number after that. Just having fun. Ain't nothing wrong Energy. with that. And, um, not to cut you off, and it's the back one. What my brother was saying is basically like, he gave me that attitude too, like, bro, don't ever fuck. Bro, I'm out three in the morning jamming off bangers, man. Like, it's all the way to seven in the morning, no sleep. I'm not stopping until I get tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, my eyes really baggy. So, with that being said, it's move fearless. So, once, I, and once I'm right on, like, I remember my principal say, um, nothing ain't gonna come true if you don't write it down on black and white. Right? Like, what you mean by that? She said, write it down. So, I wrote my goals down, right? And I said, prepare my death for my family and build generational wealth. So once I put that together on the black and white paper, I'm like, man, listen, just keep what you start as long as you become the strongest. True. So what I kept staring at that, I say, man, I can do whatever I want. People always say you only live once. No, you only die once. Yeah. Yep. You live forever. 100%. Your, your legacy keep going. So that's when I got into the build generational wealth, uh, build a foundation, things like that, because when I go, if I go young, especially the city I live in, every day I'm moving around, yeah, we can get hit. Especially our name right now, and it's going mm. to be continue to keep going. The lifestyle we live in, the, the what we around, the areas we in, yeah, we can die. Yeah. So I move fearless, like we can leave right now, and boom, you know what I'm saying? In our city, and it's like, 
you just gotta expect the. Respect and that shit's sad because they don't think like that in Orange County. They don't even think like that in the fucking South. Certain parts of the South, yeah, they like don't, they don't. They and, don't and even and think Baltimore about. Baltimore's so beautiful, like yo, yeah, our city it's beautiful. Is so beautiful. It's a beautiful place. It's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. So, boss man, you and uh, D Boy, what made y'all collaborate to come back with that that joint, the Power Joint? Um, yeah, that's how I was streaming now too on all platforms. Um, it was genuine. I used to always see. We mean by us being people that put it, put in work in the city. We knew each other. I slide through studios over West Baltimore, see him, see each other at shows. <coughs> so we'd talk and be like, "Let's link up and do something." But um, it just never happened because everybody be on different times and like for a minute, like you said, it was a gap. I wasn't even really stressed about music. Yeah, like like that. It wasn't really my thing. Went into it, but once I started stepping back out there, again, I wanted to embrace what was happening in the youth because I like I take my talent very ser- serious. Like I study shit. Like that when I first started rapping, I would study Nas and them and study how people I'm educate myself on the music. So I knew one thing, I couldn't just be my old self and be trapped and I want to go out to these new studios that was pumping and get around the youth, like right. chill with them and get some of the energy. So that's how we hooked up. I ended up going um was to a studio over west where the Creek Boys was at. I didn't even know D Boy was dealing with them or nothing though. Yeah. So I was down there, um I was working with a producer down there, a couple other producers and Turk was down there. And Turk then, um, Daddy, shout yeah, out to Turk, Turk Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, shout out to Turk. He, he was rapping, we was rapping, chilling, I'm talking to him, smoking, and then D-Boy came after we came. So I was like, yo, shit, fuck with you here, let's rock, let do a joint. We did a one at all yeah. joint. And after that, the record D-boy, turned out so- D-Boy, I've been a boss. Yeah, it turned out so dope. I was chilling, and I was like, all right, I'm about to put out a project. And that was one of the last records I mixed, but then I hit show. I was like, yo, you want to just do a tape? Because I always just felt like coming back, it had to just be something. I ain't just want to come back regular. I got, I'm trying to start this, well, I ain't trying, I'm already starting this Get Money label. Shit, so I was like, let me test the waters of my promotional skills. Some people work with me. Let me try a project with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I got a bunch of young producers I had. So that was just like a good learning experience for me to work with another artist. Come from the production side of getting producers, picking beats, concepts, and shit like that. And, like, let me ask and it was a dope experience. Um, so what that, creating that new bond, it's like, damn, I got a new friend again. Yeah. How did that evolve? Like, did y'all, did you have a crash on... Mentally, because you got the knowledge. And you know yeah, of you course. I mean, yeah, D Boy Con Yeah, yeah. It, one of the <laughs> things we agreed to, because what I do, what I always told D Boy, I was respecting him. It was like, your hustle is dope. Like every everybody got something that's key with them. Like I know my my what I strive on. Like I think my talent and musical IQ is what makes me. You know what I'm saying? Not to say I ain't got no hustle. You know what I'm saying? Not to say he ain't got no talent. But I, that's what I thought the forces was. You know what I'm saying? Then we from two different sides of the city, so it was dope. And we don't make the same kind of music. So when you actually had the clashes, was was easy to get over. Like, it wasn't no straight fucked up clashes. It was like, but yeah, it was arguments in the studio. After you not, it took us about like three months to do the project. You get to know somebody, fuck yeah. And you got like, we had like two or three. They was easy to get squashed the next, like the next day though. Because it was musical arguments. You know what I'm saying? So shit may come off. Everybody got an ego. Him not knowing how I work. Him not knowing how I work. But it was a good thing though. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if you hear that project, it's definitely dope. That was a serious question to ask us now, like seriously. So how yeah. project do overall? Streams is doing good. Like everything we did good, the one and all video doing numbers. It's really doing more locally, you know what I'm saying? Because most of us got the power, we didn't really try to push it out the box, you know what I'm saying? And we thought it um, came up one morning after we shot a video about the power thing. Because at the time, you know what I'm saying, we was watching it. Then we was, I was just hearing some of his stories coming up and some of mine. And this was like saying he had more of that street element from his stories, but they were still the same type of shit. And my shit was... People always say, I grew up around so much street shit. Like, every boy on the Hollowfield family has been to jail or hooked on drugs. I'm the only one that never did it. So that was important to me. Didn't see my parents get locked up. So a lot of shit, I would just move different. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, like how you were saying to be your own self. I'm like, yo, look at this shit, what I'm lined up against. Fuck that. <laughs> like, yeah. So I thought I brought, like, a corporate side where I would just tell him, it was like, yo, we can't get caught up. Like, you see the offense and defense shit, like, Soon as you start popping here, people got more negative shit to say Defense. and some offer. You can get this side rocking with you and then that side, and you just got to know you're doing something. So that's why they're speaking. And just that shit really ain't head on to you. It ain't don't bring it. Because like you said, in the city we live in, the vibe too wrong. I ain't really got time to have no smoke with somebody because you can't. This ain't back where we can be having outside arguments and thinking straight. It's either that or not. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because I ain't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to say less out there. So we just try to keep a lot of positive energy. And do that and bring that. Plus, I think the city needed. Like, I made sure I worked with Tech and um, Moose. And we got a crazy joint about to drop on a um, project I got called The Gift now. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I got the, um, the dude TMC, the Don. 
He yeah. got a crazy record with the Hellcat yeah, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, from yeah. North East. He's fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? He was, he's coming up. So that's I just like. God. I actually was just texting him. We got a video shit. I got to deal with him the first. Yeah, so I was just like wanting to work with the city and DMU on some positive energy shit. Like you said, I'm an I'm a OG here for that shit. So only thing I can do is share the knowledge I got. Yeah, so, 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 uh, Killer, where y'all see yourself in the next five years? Man, excuse me? On the next five months, <laughs> right? That's that's, that's oh, how they got shit. You move fast now, and you gotta change them questions. What questions the, now? So basically, it's rapid. Like our lifestyle since we started business been rapidly. Like it been so fast, it ain't no catch. We have a lot of money. Fuck it all up and have it all back again. <laughs> Seriously, um, we have a we have breakdowns mentally, and get right, and get back, right back. Cause I always say mental is family, peace, and obedience. Right. When your album coming out? He got like he got he got, got metaphors, right? Yeah. <laughs> then you got then you got then you got vision. Vision is business and finances. So our vision never get blurry, but our mental sometimes crash. That family bond, that peace. You know, I don't pray all the time. The obedience. We got we obedient to go open the store up. That's right. our obedience. Sometimes we get there late, you know, but we got to keep it going. You know, we obedient paying bills late sometimes, but we get it paid. So it's like the the mental is crashing. But our vision, we gotta wake up and get that quota. Yeah. Um, we gotta get the financial. Our business gotta keep going. We gotta keep content. We gotta stay relevant. We gotta stay in the mix. So it's like, um, with that, our vision, so the vision for it, for the brand is so powerful right now. And now we do something called virtual kitchens. It's ghost restaurants, bro. We not even tapping into no brick and mortar anymore. So you know, I got six restaurants I run out of one kitchen. So you saying like they got the virtual offices, they got virtual restaurants? They got virtual restaurants, boss man. I don't Damn. even gotta leave out my listen, I That's got a stu- listen, I got a studio spot, studio apartment. I'm running six kitchens out of there. I'm running six restaurants out of one kitchen. That's wow. dope. Yeah, that's messing like, that's bossed up right there. Yeah, that and that's right there. Like, come on, my one if I tell you my one business made that, you know, more than what the president made, then you think about what we doing now. Like crazy, crazy, right? And um, you got that right. It's crazy. And, and my main thing, get money. I, you fucking I, right. What I share, this is what I do. Like now, it's going to start doing. I'm building back free entrepreneur classes, the financial literacy, bring people that I actually know that's financial literacy people and that only know they ain't know is working the bank. Bring them, you know. Shout to be more savvy, the lady that first got my credit right and everything like that. So I teach and I'm bringing them classes back to our community. And I told myself I'm going to move too. But I got to have some monopoly here. I got to buy some property. Right. We got to buy some property, me and my brother. So it's like when I talk for myself, I'm always talking for him as well because we is one. We all one. You think about Nacho Bangers is one too. Yeah. You feel like when you hit me early, yeah. like you come by yourself, I can't. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I was impo- making sure. That's it's the vibe. It's, an, it's impossible. Like if people are like, if I'm stepping out somewhere, we're cuffy. Right. <laughs> What about me? Somebody just, somebody just asked that a few minutes ago. Like, I was in the back seat. They didn't even know I was in the back seat. We're comfy. And that's so beautiful because when you climb, you lift. And that's my whole mindset. You climb, you lift. Like, dope. I won't. Like, even around, like, rich realize it can happen, man. And I've been around some some top people with a lot of money and all that. But the vibes, the energy wasn't there. Be wrong. I needed my brother. I needed my brother. Like, I can't, like. Because I don't care. It's like, I don't care how much money you got. I don't None care of that. what chain and that's you how, That's like, how yeah. I am. Like, don't, we don't care what lane you in. Like, like, yeah, people be mad at us because we can go everywhere. Yeah. Every neighborhood. And then I tell people we got to respect these men first. Respect. Yeah. Yeah, like, 100%. Like, that's why I'm even, like, relationships, friendships, family. I say, don't love me. Have respect for me because love going to lie to you. Yeah. Respect, <laughs> respect is so much things that come underneath respect. Love is T-I-M-E. Love is T.I.M.E. What you start the longest become the strongest. That's time. That's what you love. Right. That's facts. So you think, uh, I remember last time, we, I think we was talking, and you said you, you was thinking about putting the bang over West. Like, oh, that's dead now, man. You got to think about our city so much in defense mode. Right. Who, who want to leave? We can just do catering. We can do uh, deliveries. Right. Yeah. We can do Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats. A lot of people don't like to leave that block. Nobody don't like yeah. to leave no more. So now you take a digital. All you got to do is hit a tablet. And send the food off. We live in the time right now. Yeah. Everything is going to be digital. Like I can, like my new mindset now is buying a drone and learn how to fly that drone, put my food on there, and deliver the food. <laughs> like you can send your money. Damn. You can send your money through Cash App, and I can just fly the drone to you yeah. and give you your food. You see what they do at Walmart's now? Self checkouts. They don't need us no more. Yeah, that's hundred percent. You that's see what they doing at the Royal Farms now? Self checkout. They don't even need you no more. So yeah. it's like now you have to think bigger. If I can start a delivery service through a drone, come mm. on, man. 
You, Ooh, yeah, that's a billion dollars. All you gotta do is cash it. I got your money already. Right. So now you gotta believe in my service. Right. Feel me? Yeah, that's some slick shit. <laughs> you feel that's me? Dope. So we want a whole not much one. When people say, "What what are y'all doing?" Man, we launching every man. We got a new business going to launch every twentieth of this year. That's how we rocking. Every quarter we got new business dropping. Yeah, I'm, I'm money. proud to hear that, young black entrepreneurs, and man. And what that is, you climb, you lift. So we teach the entrepreneur lifestyle to the others, the young ones, you know. And I always tell her, old heads, update your software. You hear me? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> update, update your software, software your energy, yeah. people around you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Because I, like, I, I, I see what you, and it's really in music. I don't even understand that they're hating on young people shit. Yeah, but um, it become like I, I, you hate yourself. Person, that's why yeah. you they hate really yourself for all much. decisions you didn't make yeah. when you when you was young, yeah. and that's what you really hating. Yeah, and you, right. <laughs> you know what you said? You had the chance to do it, and yeah. you didn't do it, and you see like, damn, shorty, shorty did it. Shorty, young. Nah, I wish yeah. I could do it, and then you yeah. look at my brother. Sometimes it be times we going like we got an event. He was like, yo, how many event we doing today? I'm like, bro, we just gonna go in here and do that. He like, man, I'm like, let's get busy. Right, like we got one little slogan, like let's get busy. Get busy, man. Like, all right, that's because we don't smoke, we don't drink, we don't do none of that. So our energy is automatically hype. Right. So sometimes it crash, but so we always gotta rebuild it. Like, we, if me and him argue, and like when we argue, it get us back right. Like, snap. Yeah. Back, yeah. Shit. If a team, if y'all don't have no arguments in the locker room, you ain't winning no championship. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's real. <laughs> like our arguments, our arguments. Like straight like, up. We have real arguments about money, finance. Yeah. Like real arguments that will break your life away. Like. But they don't never like they don't never split us up. Split we'll, us up. We'll, argue, we'll laugh about it. Afterwards, just laugh about I'm it. I'm talking about that's true friendship. Talking about like yeah. that's a brotherhood. I'm talking about like some real arguments. You like man, this life for death right here. Like we done fucked up some money down in Vegas. <laughs> I lived in Vegas for for a year. I never moved back there. Yeah, we fucked up money down in Vegas. We had to start selling food on that motherfucker. Yeah, for real. We started selling food and didn't even know that we could do it. Vegas like, is a fucking up, mental trap. We came up with two food companies, right? One right here, Cuffy got the uh, Cuffy Crackins. I got one spot called the Greedy Waffle. Right, the Greedy Waffle. Right. So right now, um, we started a business in Vegas. He dropped it the day. He just dropped Cuffy Crackins. Salute that. He went crazy. Everybody talking about Cuffy Crackins. Um. I dropped the Greedy Waffle February the 20th. Um, so what the Greedy Waffle is, come on, Nacho Bangers for urban community, right? Satisfy hunger urban community. Everybody got to urban, no matter what color you is, it's urban in the lifestyle. Um, Nacho Bangers for that, you know, Coffee Crackings is also for the urban communities as well. But then you have, like I have, I can't say my other company because it's, it's crazy right now. Right. People don't even know I'm behind it. It'd be so funny. People right. that don't even support my store no more support this store. Yeah. I'm like, I'm the boss of it. You don't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the chef of it. It'd be crazy like, yeah, because I sent a bad little chick out there to serve the food. Or I sent a young little brother to serve the food to the people curbside right. pickup. So now I got this other company called uh, The Greedy Waffle. So what The Greedy Waffle is, I'm going to um, cater to the LGBT community. Right. With The Greedy Waffle. Just give them a, a, a listen to how... That's gonna be a billionaire corporation. What company that? What food company know that only cater to them? None. So with the with, the, with this greedy waffle, it's so it's like colorful, crazy, crazy logo and everything. And I'm gonna just hire some chefs and all that because I can't be in that type of community. I'm gonna steal a man in a day. Right. So I can't be in that type of community like that. But I'm a. I got some 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 of the strongest people that's actually LGBT and you know they're gonna be be able to brand it and right. the market Run like with that it. because I might have I'm gonna hire someone. They actually know how to cook, teach them everything, how to recipes, break it down, uh, the chemistry like that. The system, save yourself time, energy, and money. I'm going to teach them the system. Every business has to have a system. But once right. I teach the system, it's going to push itself. But I definitely want to cater to that community, you know, and, and go crazy. It's a, it's, it's a business strategy. It's business mind. How y'all think that the riots changed Baltimore? Come on, everybody like, <laughs> my bad, look, look. <laughs> I got to take a pause in that. Man, the riots killed our city due to the fact, like, once the uh, the pharmacies get the hitting, a lot of them start, you know, drugging real hard. A lot of them got locked up after the riots. People moved so fearless. It wasn't, it's got that I don't give a fuck mindset. Like, we've been had, but it turned it up so much more. Turned it up way more. You know, it's like, man. You don't think no unity was inside of that riot? Um, It's so, it's a lot of positive, but nothing really mattered after that. Right. You get it? Nothing really mattered. It was like, it was more negative than positive. Yeah, I think the effects end up being more negative. You yeah. got us noticed. So that the young kids probably happy about that. I think that shit turned. The, I think time. that shit turned the music 
it put a it put a spotlight on 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 on, on Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. But I, I I was I was you know out out and about and I it was like unity for that day. It's crazy because unity be found in fucked up situation, but it was a lot of unity because it was free day. You know what yeah, I mean? I was, right. I was, I was, I was in the I spot. Was, I was getting busy at those. Yeah, stores. listen, I was in the spot. I had to tell the brothers, "Look, yo, ch I chill. It's free. Look, hey, hey, I'm gonna pass that to you. You pass it to him. Pass it to him. That's how we gonna run the train. It's free. You feel me? <laughs> and, it, and it only took me to say that, and because them niggas was ready to go crazy, and it just take one motherfucker out the crowd to say, "Ah, hold up." I'm gonna pass you what you want. This big case of Hennessy. There you go. What you want, miss? There you go. We ain't got to fight over this stuff. It's free. You feel me? It's our day. Yeah, definitely. Man, that riot was crazy, man. We was had, we had different departments, different units. Like, bro, hit that spot right there in West. Look, <laughs> I got a truck right here. Come east. Look, we right, hit this right. bar right here. Right. We going to do this. It was it was like, then afterwards, it's like, damn, martial law. Yeah, Everybody you think about the afterwards. You think about the afterwards, like, wow. Such, damn, so dope. let me, let me, let me, let me flip the, flip the question while we talking about the riots. So, so y'all actually involved in indulging that. And there's no knock, but a real question. How would you have felt if y'all shit ain't got right oh. by being a business owner now? Insurance. Yeah. I just wondered how the question was. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah. Insurance. Definitely in flames. But, 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 <laughs> insurance, you know, we would have, come on, man. A lot of motherfuckers got out of debt throwing that ride, too. I mean, shit, you ain't never know. <laughs> motherfuckers got out of debt. Nigga was, that was the day niggas started right to look. Where we at? Raw dope. <laughs> right. right. No Let's fuck shit, cut. no fake shit, no foolishness. Uh, definitely, definitely insurance, you feel me? Though, but no, no cap. So, so for people that are starting their business, just to keep that, because a lot of motherfuckers out here grinding and keeping their real business like it's some street shit, you need insurance. Oh, uh, man, you definitely. You know what I'm saying? It's important because uh, a lot of people just need to know what it takes to really do shit. The first thing you really need is life insurance. You know, yeah, like, 100%. My policy, my policy on myself is a half a mil, man. And what I'm heard about, if I die today, it's only a few, a handful of people that actually understand how to run a business, how to take care of the money, and things like that. Because I know my child mother get the money, it's gone. Right, like it's you ain't never lied about that. That's like what, what, what you, what, what you, nacho banger, what you said right. about that. Shit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's gonna be gone. So, my 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 thing is, you got to teach the family how to really be able to take care of the money once you die. And also, this, all the money that you got in your bank account, please put a beneficial word in your money as well, because you die, the money go right to the state. Yep. The money go right to the state. So all the business money you got, you got it in bank accounts, all that. You got money in the house. Please let somebody know. Or write a note somewhere and put it behind a frame or something. You have to let people know where your money are. Don't be in the mindset like, nah, I ain't let nobody know somebody going to steal it. Please get out that mindset because you can die and you stole it from yourself and nobody never find it. That's so G-Ship. Actually get beneficiaries on your money, even if it's your, your newborn coming out. Put somebody on your money in, in that because now you die, the state take it. They got to run through here and there, you know, please have a debit card put up for somebody to go ahead and have a letter written down like, yo, when I die, I go get all the money out. Right. You feel me? For they be, don't be able to track it because right. you work so hard for something they able to keep. Right. You work so hard. That's real shit. All this finances and these people are able to keep it. And now your family is still in poverty because you ain't teach them the generational wealth. You ain't teach them how to really take care of your money, your well-being is in life. So now all your money is is to the state. So um, life assurance, that money, make make your will as early as you can. Just put somebody on that will. Uh, another thing is the business assurance. Always assure, assure everything. I got assurance. One hundred percent right. I got assurance on my. I got assurance on everything. I'm not right. That's what they hands. That's bro. what they make condoms for insurance for your dick. That's yeah. where it start off with that mentality. I like that. Just think about it like that in so, an easy way. So you need insurance on anything else. Damn. So listen, right. <laughs> But, but before we get out of here, man, starting with you, uh, Killer, just give me your top five Baltimore rappers. Oh, my top five? You know I got to come with uh, Slower Scooter. Don't go, yeah, uh, the legend, you know, the legend, Rest Slower peace. Scooter. Um, Young Moose, uh, YG, YG Tech. Shout out to Tech Moose. TMC the Don. TMC. Um, my guy, Shorty Shorty, you feel me? Like, that's yes, good. sir. Cuffy. Um, I'm going to have to go with Izzy. Yes. First, Moose, um, Inky, A1 Bane. Shout out to Bane, Inky, um, Moose. Yeah, definitely Low School. You just know our mindsets together. So, right. the names I name plus the names, that's make 10, our top 10. Okay. So that's all together. We all in one with it. So, boss, man, you got to give me your top seven. Because <laughs> you might take us back with this shit. 
I'm not, inc- I'm not included though, right? No, don't include yourself. So you know, you number one. Said to be biased, that's why I say I can't do that. Mm-hmm. This ain't no particular order though, because I ain't, I, I can't um, sit with it. Not to be cliche, but yeah, definitely Scooter, uh, Los, Moose, Tech, Box Check. Um, box Check, what box up? Yeah, check. check, check. We yeah. just left Box. That's what Cuffy was playing 2K and we I got late. How many, how many numbers on? Five? Five. Yeah. Mm. I'm at the throw. I'm about to throw uh, Tate in there, Tate Cobain in there. Oh, yeah. Okay, you got to go and, with um, North East. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to end it with North East again. So we're ending TMC the Don. Yeah, you got damn right. I ain't going to lie, TMC the Don. But see, he kind of like a singer rapper, though. So when you just take rapping, no, he nice. I hooked up with him, though. He's nice as shit. He ready to go. I like him. blow. Like his vibe, the energy is something that you can vibe to. I know his man, your Brunt. Like, yeah. Got that hard ass Benz. Like, my God, like that bitch hard. <laughs> I, look at that, I look at a young brother right now, like that listen, joint hard. <laughs> listen to this. Stack. Listen to this kid that's 19 years old going crazy right now in the industry, and look how his marketing platform was. Rod Wave, look Rod at Wave. that. Rod Wave. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I heard Rod the name, but I can't even put a face I've with it. Been broke so many times, I don't know what, what to believe. I got me. I'ma <laughs> say it's my fault. It's my fault. No, Wear my heart on I, my I've been, sleeve. I've been, I've been in CEO mode, so I listen to music in the yeah, gym. Yeah. After that, I don't even. I be on my phone too fucking much. Right Real talk, like talking. Oh, I don't get to listen to rap. So like what that. about like lyrics though? Period. Like or just Baltimore? Just Baltimore. Um, who the lyricists? Yeah. So, so I could definitely got it. If, if it ain't me, like, well, if it ain't me, it's Los. Okay. If it ain't besides me. Okay. Um, I think Izzy lyrical. Izzy. I'm not gonna say he ain't, but when you. Uh, it's a couple dudes that want to say, "Might if we just talking about lyrics?" It's, Scar it's just, lyrical. Yeah, you can Scar, give Scar that. Scar definitely. Um, Scar. definitely Scar. Uh, what's my man name, yo? I can't remember his name. It's a um, he be saying it's an underground dude. He's like a book. That dude, Wish Granted. Oh yeah, Wish Granted. Done with him. Yeah, yeah, he nice. Yeah. He got lyrics. Yeah. Um, stars. That guy, out, stars that, guy that just came out with this song called Squeegee Boys. That oh, yeah. shit hard. Yeah. That shit hard song, as a huh? motherfucker. Directed by Benny Nazir. Yeah. yeah, that motherfucker hard. Shorty touched me with that, and it Man, made sense. Personally though, not because it's my lady, but I think my lady. I oh, you got no. Nah, right. Yo, I, listen, I swear wild. to God, my mother's dead. I swear to God, my mother. She cut me off. I was about to say because we talking about lyrics because I worked with her and then yeah. seen her. I was about to say that because yeah. when you talk about lyrics, like even and they ain't saying it about her, but lyricism don't always mean you a dope artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you just leave it in that category. Certain people that's dope artists don't fit in that category. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They gotta eat that shit because that's how you bringing it down. How do you feel with this new rap, uh, this new music with the singing? Like, how you feel with that? I mean, honestly, I was part of that wave of starting. It. This is real facts, and you can go see it. Any the NEK mixtapes from singing locked up over like Acom. My, my producers to cuss me out. You listen to off the record. I said, um, my own producer probably questioned how nice I am because he ain't used to me on songs singing. And then one of my classes songs that night, Hennessy slipping like a uh-huh. bitch ain't got my gun on me. And my shorty, my sh- like I sung that hook. Yeah. And the shit wasn't cool to do yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And Baltimore was so behind. I remember I did the auto-tune before Wayne did that shit. And um, Kelsey and them was like, yo, what the fuck is you doing? Like, I was like, nigga, I'm making a song. It's dope. And then now auto-tune became the thing. Right. And that comes from being here where there's no industry here. So I would like, we would see shit. Like when we was NEK, we was rapping on our own mixtapes because no DJs would, would put us on no clue tapes and all that shit. And I was heavy into the New York um, wave of music like before 50. Like, I ain't saying 50 got it for me, but it was down revolving. Like, you see Drake rapping in which car. They, they used to joke me, joke me and my homeboy for, like, um, singing and rapping. Like, when we'd be in the studio, like, yo, what the fuck is y'all doing? But you can't do that. What you think, you Nelly? And so seeing that shit evolve, I was like, man, I just, to me, it's like the same reason why LeBron James played like a point guard and then move around and tall. Shit, like, if the knowledge just keep growing and growing, an artist is an artist. So first it's going to start with the raps and his lyrics, and then people ain't in boxes no more. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, look how we even took going to a point where first it was just people coming out the closets from gay, and I'm pretty sure that shit, I know that shit always been around, but it got accepted. Now it's accepted to have fake body parts, have fake anything. It's, fact, it's cool to have ghostwriters. It's like the shit so no rules to it no more. Right. I don't feel no type of way. If it's dope, it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They ruin dope. No if that's what I you thought. want, as long as it ain't coming to disrespect me, because I, I ain't God, so I can't judge you what you want. I just I just fuck with people, like you said, energy, no matter what your walk of life is, if it's pure and genuine. I can't really talk with some shit you doing it for some bullshit because you you just feeding 
feeding people yeah, into so, shit. You know, just of, fucked a up. A lot of situations and uh, areas that we be in, you definitely got to keep who you are. That's yeah. Cool. Number one, know yourself. I think that's what make you special, though. If you can embrace that, you're going to be take all your heights. And that's knowing your boundaries. Your boundaries. Knowing where you can go. You know what I'm saying? It's like That's the only thing I would like to say. I like what they feeding everybody, like everybody a boss and be your own boss, but it's impossible. When you start doing that, how can you have a team? They, are, they, they be leaving out. It's like you do know even it take, it's a general and a sergeant. It's a system. Then it's the soldier. Then a soldier might be the boss of himself, but nigga, if you on the team, you got to work, work for that. Because yeah. I don't like how some of these is getting taught to some of the young generation that if they working for somebody, it's fucked up. Oh, or working, you know what I'm saying? They think I'm a boss and I got to do it. And it's like you can't talk to some of them. I'm even having that with like my household sometimes. It's like, y'all crazy. You gonna learn? Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, nothing wrong with a nine to five because you still need people yeah. to run a business. Right. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta teach how to run a business, and that's what I always teach at my entrepreneur classes. Like, listen, team together, each achieve more. We right. just not this one. No, we all play the work. It was one point in time I had to play the work, and he was my boss. You know whatever what makes it with the shit, whatever get the check cut, it makes works. Whatever works. I could have yeah. had his money at one point in time, and I'm like, Cuffy, yo, I'm gonna fuck all the money up. You better get it. It's better to do you that. Feel me? Let me work real fast. I used to have to go to the store Amen. first just to go get it. And he calling me like, damn, where the money at? Right. I had to take baby steps backward because no one really taught us the game. We just straight off. The, like, I, know I mean, you learn from like, experience. Like, me learning from putting together this music group with dealing with artists. I know one thing. I used to, by me being an artist, I used to never want to like, rush paperwork and shit like that. But I'm learning how really important that is to keep the arguments down. Now I ain't go. You should know what this paperwork says, so you know what you're greeting to. But ain't shit to argue about. It was right there, yeah. and then it's a time where they, we can renegotiate and do that. Shit is fair. Though, we gotta be t- taught that. A lot, a lot. Like of you people, said, we ain't like taught that. Said. People say the paperwork. What are you trying to do? Paperwork, cousin. <laughs> <at the same laughs> like real right. shit. Like you put paperwork in front of me, right? You actually have to talk to me step by step because no, I'm that's a, why I said talk I'm about a, it. I'm an audio learner. Right. I'm not a person that be able to. I'm stuck on a third line. Like man, get this shit. Well, co- communication and then write it up. Y'all could, yo, yo, one thing about a contract, it don't got to have big words. Like yeah. to say, y'all, if I do, if me and you was like to do something, it's like, y'all want to shoot a video at y'all store. This is going to be the hours which go. We could write that shit out ourselves and just get it notarized. It's oh, the wow. information because you're right. right. Some of us, that's not to be harsh. I don't like reading. I listen to audio books all the time. Right. And I can write my ass off as far as rapping, but I used to fuck up spelling and shit. <laughs> like words because I was so used to sounding words out, making them my own yeah. shit. You like can't. Yeah. So whatever it is. Just do your thing, but it's just something that make y'all locked in because I see too many relationships and business relationships just go sour. Even friendships, Friendship. even from street shit, yeah. it's from shit like that because there's no, no thing saying say you think I'm just gonna look out, and that shit just goes sour. So listen, fellas, man, I appreciate y'all for coming out 100%, man. And, and man, I wish y'all much success. But boss, man, starting with you, tell people where they can find your stuff, anything you want to tell the people before we get out of here. Yeah, if you're looking for me, you know what I'm saying, search for me. We back out here. It's Boss Man the God on any platform on social media. That's any platform. That's T-H-E-G-O-D, Boss Man the God. We got that Law Order 15th anniversary dropping in March. You know what I'm saying? We got big show surprises for the city for that. And right now you can stream the GIF and be on the lookout for the uh, new single about to drop with Moose and YG Tech called My Dummy. We're about to set the fi- city on fire with that. Yeah, dumbass. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Dumbass nigga. Getting busy. Yeah. But that's that's on the gift right now. You can stream that. You know what I'm saying? We just pushing. And I got some few other things in the, in the work um, coming in the summertime. Um, getting to film and just rocking and rolling, man. Putting on for the city. Swear. Yeah. Killer. Hey, you can find us right on uh, Instagram. You can Google us, man. Just Google Nacho Bangers. Everything pop up. You got Cuffy Sauce. Dizzy Killer, everything pop right up. This Google is Nacho Bangers out of the old platform. You just got to put that name. That's a staple in Baltimore. Man, hey, looks, man, I appreciate y'all guys for coming out on my platform, man. And I wish y'all much appreciate success, man. Hope to get y'all back in here in the spring, man. And, and we talk more about them business. But this is Raw Dope Podcast, and I'm your host, Hand 5000, and we out of here. Raw Dope Sauce. Get money.